so. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. Double cool. Double cool, triple cool. Sorry, it's been a while. It has. <laughs> yeah, it has been a while. But, you know, busy. Bloody jobs. Life getting in the way and all that. Mm. People getting married, weddings, all that jazz. It's definitely just been work for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, work, yeah, and the, the, the wedding. It was not like it wasn't a... I went to a wedding. It was like I spent three days going to a wedding, <laughs> at a wedding, and coming back from a wedding. Um, yeah, it was good. It's a whole lot of wedding. That was a lot of wedding. It was very good, though. I should actually say congratulations, Laura and Dave. I'm getting married. Congratulations, guys. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, speaking of the wedding, actually, before we go on, I bumped into this guy, uh, Sam, at the wedding. He's an old friend of mine. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Mm. And he's like, can I have a shout out on your podcast? So, hi Sam. Consider that you <laughs> don't bother me again. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't seen him in a couple of years. He moved to Bristol. Mm. God, it's hot in here. It is warm in here. Yeah, we might open a window later, or we might podcast naked. <laughs> yeah, we're more likely to open a window. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hear any traffic or shouting or seagulls in the background later on, it's because we opened the fucking window. Wave your naked wangs out. Yeah, we are in the middle of a heat wave here. Mm. It's actually only about 20 degrees at the moment. It's just really muggy and like yeah, no wind today. We are English and we'd have to complain about everything. Yeah. 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 Fuck it. Uh, also, happy 4th of July, Lee. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July, America. Happy 4th of July, America. Because it turns out we do actually have listeners and some of them are in the States. So. I'm just hoping that like Smith, Will Smith got to that barbecue they wanted to. Oh, it's going to be the barbecue this weekend! Yes, yeah. I hope the weather's good there as it is here. Probably. It's a big old country though, isn't it? It is big old it's, it's raining somewhere. Somewhere that's got to be even warmer. Yeah. So commiserations if your weather is not as good and congratulations if it's better, if that's your thing. Mm-hmm. Give us some goth melting in a 7-Eleven parking lot in the middle of California. <laughs> Yes, Independence Day. 243 years? Wasn't there when it happened, lost count. No, I think. 243 years since they were liberated from our tyranny. And And look how well you've done. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I technically played a part in that because I've played Assassin's Creed 3 and you get to go to the signing of the Declaration of Independence. You're playing Frenchman. You're French. I'm not French. I'm not French. Say something in French. Something in French. Oh. Quelque chose en français. <laughs> I speak French. Yes. My dad's French. So you're half French. I mean, it's a long time. So you're allowed to celebrate the 4th of July. Huh? You're allowed to celebrate the 4th of July. Am I? Yeah, because it was the French and the Americans against the English, wasn't it? Oh, probably. We Why else do you think they gave them the Statue of Liberty? I don't know. I just thought, you know, it's not really hard to The like. French giving something away for free? <laughs> Must have been a war involved. What, like their freedom? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, my eyes are watering. Oh, my eyes are sweating. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of caked in a layer of, like, it's almost like I've got a layer of cling film sweat on me. Like yeah, I'm starting to go that way. Any excess sloshing will not be apologised for. Before we go on, as I said, we do actually have listeners. I actually found out from SoundCloud, do you all know the top ten cities in the world our mm. podcasters listen to in? Go on, then. Guess what number one is. Somewhere big in America. I no, it's Bournemouth. Oh, it is Because <laughs> <Hey. laughs> all our friends are in Bournemouth and we live in Bournemouth. Number two is Southampton. Nice. Our friends, Southampton. Number three, Chalfont, Pennsylvania. Really? Yeah. 
Never heard of it. I haven't either, but thanks to everyone over there. Yeah, it was probably just one person listening again and again. <laughs> I've been multiple times. Yeah. For Cramling, Cramlington in the UK. Nope, no, 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 Five, London. Six, Falmouth. Seven, Mallow in Ireland. Yeah, we do have a couple of Irish friends in Bournemouth that listen, so maybe they've spread the love. Possibly. Eight. Hang on. I'm going to say Dejin in Korea. Really? Seven, Deju in Korea. I know one person lives in Korea. Whether they're moving about a lot, I don't know. Hmm. And ten, Walton Under Edge in the UK. No. Don't know where that is either. I don't know where that is either. But I'm, we know about we... horror films, not geography. So. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Right, what are we talked about? Oh, so is it comedy horror today? Comedy horror. Comedy horror. So this is like the longest we've actually had to prepare for an episode, and yet I feel really underprepared. Mm. Apart from the first episode, obviously we had our entire lives to... Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> watch films for 35 years and... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now, comedy horror is the one we're going through today. We've got a bunch of films we're going to talk about. I... Don't actually know how many there are, I didn't count. You said that, oh, more than 10, but less than 20. Yeah, more than 10, but less than 20. They're not in any order. They're just random. It's, it's not like chronological, it's not alphabetical, it's not... A ranking. Yeah, right? it's not ranking. It's just a bunch of films. So, first one, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Woo! Yeah, it's from 2010. It is indeed. Yeah, it's directed by, and written by, Eli Craig who also went on to then do Zombieland. Okay. Yeah, and I'm guessing Zombieland 2 is coming up. Quite possibly. Mm. Zombieland actually isn't on this list, but mm. obviously we've kind of mentioned it already. Yeah, well, you're not a massive fan of Zombieland, are you? I just... Why do you need Zombieland when you've got Shaun of the Dead? Um, to dumb it down for other crowds. Other crowds. Happy 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> actually, obviously by the time they hear it, it won't be the 4th of July at all. It'll so probably be like... They'll be recovering from firework-based <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tucker and Doe, firstly from 2010, starring Tyra Labine and Alan Tudyuk. How do you say it? I, I suggest it Tudyuk. Tudyuk? Because it sounds like two dicks and that makes me chuckle. Really. Yes. That is that or two dykes, really. So Yeah, he's the strawberry blonde from all your favourite nerdy sci-fi yeah, so stuff. Yeah, he shows up in Dollhouse, Firefly. Um, Rogue One. Yeah, he's in Rogue One. He's, one of the, he's the battle bot in that, isn't he's he? He's the robot. Yeah. 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 yeah, and he does the voice of the robot in iRobot as well, funnily he enough. He does, Sonny. Yeah. That's a really Which good I film, actually. I only found that out earlier today. Oh, yes, I do like that film. Mm. Yeah, basically this takes the the kind of that hillbilly murderous you know, be scared of the fucking hicks out in the woods yeah. and flips it on his head it's like the antithesis to deliverance yeah so you have Tucker and Dale two best buddies who are lovable just, idiots yeah love fishing love drinking beer and just being wholesome good old boys I guess you call it and then I they love st- me a good redneck yeah then they stumble across a bunch of teens that just assume they're gonna murder them, murder them. And the teens are even bigger idiots than these two guys, and violence ensues, and they end up, you know, there's like a guy accidentally kills himself, and then they just assume it's the Tucker and Dale, and they're just, you know, it's, they're terrified of these teens that they think are just committing suicide around them, (laughs) and the teens are terrified of these two hillbillies that always seem to be around death. It's a comedy of coincidences. Yes, I do have to give a shout out to the moment where Alan Tudyk is 
was it trying to use the chainsaw up back and accidentally hits the beehive <laughs> and says the, the two kids are like finally plucked up the courage to try and come and talk to them and all this is him running around the corner screaming yeah, well, having a chainsaw <laughs> all over the place surrounded by bees actually my favourite moment in that whole film is just after that mm. when he busts through the cabin covered in bee stings and he sits down, and the first thing he does is open up a beer and pour the beer on his wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he made like, he ad-libbed that on the spot. <laughs> yeah, great film. Mm. It was actually shelled for three years before being released. Mm. Don't know why. Obviously it's a bit kooky. Mm. There was another movie that was similar. It was meant to be like the kind of like goofy idiots accidentally raise evil sort of thing. Have you ever seen uh, The Knights of Bad Aston? <laughs> no, I haven't. Well, I couldn't tell you if I enjoyed that film or not, to be honest. It's got some funny bits in it, but it's like a mm. bunch of LARPers accidentally raise an actual succubus that goes around killing everybody, and then they defeat it at the end with death metal. Nice. Yeah, that's that's 90 minutes, and it, it's got a couple of good giggles in it. You've got Peter Dinklage um, as a little role-playing dude off his tits on mushrooms for the entire film. Um, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> But yeah, that again, that film was put back. It was put back for years and years, and like, apparently the version that actually got released of it wasn't the version that was, you know, made. It was all recut, reshot, right, with the course of years. So, but yeah, Tucker and Dale though, great film. Mm. If you haven't seen it, recommend it. Good date movie, I'd say. Yeah, actually. Yeah, it's a good film one. Mm. Next, yeah, in the random horror comedy generator, mm. we need sound effects. Sci-fi. That's an air raid, Brian. Sliver. Sliver, yes. From 2000. I can't believe it's from 2006. Jesus. I think oh. I saw it at the cinema. To be fair, like Nathan Fillion still looks quite thin in it, so that's kind of my go-to for reference on that because he kind of ballooned after Serenity. So. Yeah, he. Have you seen Santa Clarita Diet? Um, no, I haven't. Is he in that? Yes, he's in like mm. I'd say half of episodes. Oh, nice. Throughout the whole three seasons, he pops up. Um, usually as a severed head. I saw him in, uh, was it, he's in a season of Desperate Housewives, because I've seen too much of that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and he's got his new show, The Rookie, out at the moment as well, right. which is like, he's just like in his 40s, pushing 50, he just decides to join the police force, and he's like the oldest guy in the new recruits thing, and it just sounds hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, Sliver, 2006, starring your boy, Nathan Fillion, yeah. Elizabeth Banks, Michael Rooker, who's yeah, yeah. just in loads of stuff. Particularly James Gunn things, I've noticed. Yes, yes. Mm. Uh, we've got Don Thompson, uh, Greg Henry as the mayor. That's my favourite role in that. He's fucking hilarious in that film. The, that the drunk, really non-PC mayor of Hicksville. Yeah, excellent. He very much advocates hunting. <laughs> He's fucking brilliant, in it? Just trying to look him up real quick. And Rob Zombie has a cameo in it. Yeah, he does. He's, I think he's the, <clears throat> a doctor on the end of the phone, I think. Something like that, yeah. Dr. Yeah. Carl, there we go, here he yeah. is. Because he's also in both the Guardians of the Galaxy films as a voice cameo. I'm um, assuming he's friends with, with James Gunn. I think it's in the second one, you can actually spot him in the background in one of the shots, but he doesn't actually have a speaking line until he's off camera. Ah, right. Because, yeah, again, I only found that out the last couple of days as well when I was getting excited trying to find more on uh, Three From Hell. Uh, yes, and directed by James. I like it when little boys touch me in my silly place, gun. Oh, was that what he got kicked off of Disney for? That and a few other things, but stuff all along those lines, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's clearly a fucking joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so he obviously tweeted or Instagram. He social mediaed mm. some... Um, Suggestible paedophilic comments. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about rape as well. But, like, 
yeah, quite obviously, like, he's obviously not being fucking serious. Mm-hmm. I think that the time these things happened was around about when this film came out. Okay. Um, yeah, and then he was fired by Disney, of all people, because mm-hmm. they've no skeletons in their closet. Mm-hmm. All their freezers. Hey, <coughs> juice. Um, <laughs> and, and, yeah, he was fired, and now he's back, isn't he? Yeah, he's back. He's, they've got to wait for him to do um, Suicide Squad now because he's now doing The Suicide Squad, the follow-up to Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad that's also acting as a soft reboot. Uh-huh. No, I've just found out Idris Elba's going to be replacing Will Smith as Deadshot, which I'd actually quite like to see because that's much more of a Deadshot casting than Will Smith. Hmm. Ooh-ha-ha! Mm. Um, I, pro- I mean, that Suicide Squad was so shit. It was a, it was a mess. Yeah. It's not without its enjoyable moments, but it's not a great film, is it? Mm. Mm. I would say don't bother remaking it, but whatever. Nah, well, they have to because DC's got to try and outdo Marvel. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. I was like, oh, James, I see you've been fired from the MCU. Why don't you come join our sinking ship of a... <laughs> yeah, pretty much that saved this franchise. And then Disney like, hang on a minute, we might have thrown our toy out of our very, very... No, we want it back. ...hate-fueled pram, but we yeah. need it back, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is both disgusting. It's, it's a bo- body horror comedy. Yeah. It's fucking gross, and it's hilarious. You me a piece of that possum. Oh, God, yeah. The, the, it, it, the practical effects in it is uh, kind of like the fly, and then mm. it's just... Ugh, it's gross when Michael Rooker is... Transformed. Yeah, and he's got like bits of like teeth. It's the hair. It's the hair that freaks me out. The little starts thinning out, and all the the little little bits of strands of hair coming out. It's It's like the hair you get on your big toe knuckle, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, but covered in like (laughs) slime and like kind of sticky out and pointy. Oh, so that is just me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's basically uh, sort of invasion of the body snatchers, isn't it? Yeah. I think that, but they they make it more kind of like traditional zombie film when they turn to an yeah, extent. Yes, it's a alien. Well, it comes out in a comet or meteorite, doesn't yeah, it? Comet. Uh, kind of like the blob. It's parasite infects a dude, infects yeah. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker turns into gross. What do they call him? That gross squid-looking guy, <laughs> or something like that. Something like that. And wreaks havoc in small town USA. Pretty sure that the line when Nathan Fillion spots him is something along the "What in the name of good God fuck is that?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, seconded." <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, funny and scary and gross. And you get to hear Nathan Fillion say fuck. Oh, yeah. Which he doesn't do very often. Well, if, yeah, if you were watching... I think this was like the first big thing he did after Firefly. And when did Serenity come out? Well, 2000 files. Yeah, so, yeah, it's like somewhere around then. Mm. It's 2006. Yeah, this must have literally been like a year or two later. Yeah. So he's on a bit of a roll. Yeah, well, again, he's like the, the the geeky geek boy who gets to be in the geeky geek boy movies. So. Yeah. Next. <laughs> no more air raid siren this time. Okay. Uh, actually, this isn't a specific film. I've just <clears throat> written down Peter Jackson pre-Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah, because everything he made before that was totally fucked up. Yes. So, I mean, you had, what, Meet the Feebles, uh, Bad Taste, and Brain Dead were the three that sprang to mind. Yeah, it was very his, like, kind of, uh, well... It's not like Bad Taste, which came way back in 87, that came back. Jesus. That came out, and um, that is just like low budge, kind of, it is like over the top gore, but the gore effects are so cheap that it's... It just almost doesn't phase you, like... No, it's just, it's laughably funny. Mm. So, like, is it trying to be a comedy, or is it just like so low budge and shitty that it just is funny? Mm. It's one of those, like, really good shit films. Yeah. It's basically about aliens invading New Zealand. Mm. And yeah, it's just so we kill them. Yeah. <laughs> so we kill them with rocket launchers and 
accidentally hit sheep and all sorts of... He's got the bit where the guy gets the top of his head blown off and like straps his own brain back in with his belt or something like that. Like... Yeah, that's it. He, yeah, he puts his own belt round his head to hold his brain because his, his brain's coming out the back of his head. Mm. So he sort of strapped it back in. He's done a bit of a Rambo. Yeah. And, yeah, that's it's... the sort of level you're dealing with. No? Yeah. Uh, Meet the Feebles I haven't seen. I've seen like a clip of it and I think it was just it's just one of the It's like a musical or something. So it's it's a Muppet movie, but it's like the Muppets are all off on drugs and puking into snuff movies and uh. so I mean I saw a clip of it about fifteen, sixteen years ago when I'd had a few beers and just looked at it and went, No, thank you. No. I'm alright, ta Um They did Brain Dead in nineteen ninety two. I think this is called Dead Alive in yeah. America, isn't it? For whatever reason, mm. I um, think there was another movie, like similar, like horror movie thing at the time called Brain Dead as well. Right, like something else. So, uh, yeah, and this is I actually really like Brain Dead. Brain Dead's hilarious. Yeah, it's so much blood. Yeah, like it's, the lawnmower scene. <laughs> yeah, it's basically just it's just a it's a zombie film. Yeah, essentially, um, set in again in New Zealand, and it's just gore, gore. Over oh, the top it's got the, the one it's gross out dinner scene. The dinner scene. Oh, no pudding! Oh, <laughs> blisters exploding into yeah. rice pudding and people eating it and like, because her ear falls off into it. Yeah. And she's, you can see her earring hanging out of her mouth while she's chewing on her ear. And... Yeah. Lyle. Is it Lyle? The, the son? Yeah. yeah. That's it, yeah. Um, it's got some really, really gory moments in it and some really hilarious moments the graveyard fight with the vic I kick ass for the lord yeah I was waiting to get round of that yeah that's, <laughs> that's my mother you're pissing on <laughs> yeah. uh, and she goes, oh, your mother ate my dog <laughs> she pulls a severed dog tail out of his mother's mouth yeah, not all of it yeah it's like very effects like practical effects anyway yeah. it's like gore just ridiculous ridiculous script ridiculous premise it's just even that stupid rat monkey thing yeah. is just the whole thing is fucking ridiculous but it's funny but they, they get lots and lots of good stop motion on that rat monkey as well. <laughs> they, I, mean, I love me a good bit of stop motion mm. uh, then he directed Heavenly Creatures which of course is not a horror film mm. and then The Frighteners Woo! which I really 1996 Frighteners is a fucking great film yeah I think it's the last decent film you ever made <laughs> just saying that just saying that what no King Kong love Oh, actually, no, I did enjoy King Kong. Enjoyed King Kong. Yeah. No, okay, I'll give him King Kong. Mm. Um, yeah, it's Michael J. Fox. Uh, who else is in this? Just going to say, for the record, I am the Lord of the Rings fan in the room here. Yeah. I like those films. Well, the one. Oh, no, there's only two. I'm, I'm sat here wearing the one ring around my neck. <laughs> All right. Put your finger through your preciouses. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey Coombs. Mm. is the FBI agent he's fucking brilliant in this as he is in most things uh, D. Wallace who's <coughs> D. Wallace and Jake Busey as the serial killer ghost he's awesome in that he is awesome in this that, yeah happy he inherited his brother or was it his dad's cocaine smile yes his dad yeah his dad his is dad, Gary yeah. Busey um, yeah the problem is basically Michael J. Fox is a paranormal investigator that he can actually communicate with the dead with, with ghosts. Oh, I thought I recognised him from what I was watching the other day. Yeah, of course. Jeffrey comes in Reanimator, isn't he? Yes, yes, he's leading Reanimator. Um, so yeah, Michael J. Fox, he's kind of like, he can talk to ghosts and he basically sends ghosts into houses to haunt it and then he's the paranormal investigator mm. 
that gets rid of them, even though they're just his friends. Yeah, he basically does what the, the uh, Ghostbusters get accused of in Ghostbusters. He yes. actually does set up the hauntings yes. and then go take care of them. Um, and then the ghost of a serial killer comes back to kill people. Yeah, because he wants to be the world's highest serial killer. Yeah, he's got like a certain target to reach mm. and... All hell breaks loose. Because you've got the cool thing with when someone's just about to die, Michael J. Fox can see the number that they yeah, that's the Yeah, the number's on their head, yeah. Mm. And he's it killing has. ghosts as well. Yeah, because he's got that side thing when he's in his Reaper form. And, yeah. But that is the coolest wraith Peter Jackson has ever done. Like the first time you see when it comes crawling out of the wall, and it's got this pump action scythe that just flicks open. Yeah. And just crawling <laughs> towards the camera. I'm like, dude, that is awesome. Yes. <laughs> Brilliant film. Mm. Um, it's got the uh, drill instructor from Full Metal Jacket in there, basically. Oh, the Emery, yes. Yeah. He's basically playing his character from Full Metal Jacket, but as a ghost. Yeah, he's like so they say that character has died, mm. and he's yeah. So he's like a caretaker for of the, the cemetery, cemetery, and he's like telling yeah. the ghost what to do and all this. Mm. Shit. Um, yeah, it was it's set in California, but it was filmed in New Zealand mm. because it's Peter Jackson. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> I haven't really written it down, but do you want to talk about Reanimator as you just watched it? Yeah, okay. We just mentioned Jeffrey Coombs. Mm. Uh, is it nineteen eighty five? Yes, Reanimator, nineteen eighty five. Based on the HP Lovecraft mm. book, story, novella? Just novella, I guess. A novella. Let's call it a novella. It's it's like brain dead it's kind of ridiculous yeah. like it's totally over the top yeah, that's my favourite reanimated cat in any film oh, of course the cat yes so, I mean, yeah I started watching this like a few I've literally still got about the last 15 minutes of it to watch mm. but um, yeah I was absolutely loving this I haven't gone back and watched like a proper old 80s horror movie in ages yeah. and, uh, I was I had it on in the background while I was working and I had to pause it and watch a bunch of it on my break so I was just stopping and watching it too much. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I work really, really hard, by the way. Don't fire me. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, um, it's like proper... Um, it's sort of over-the-top mm. acting and everything's a bit over-the-top. Yeah, the guy who actually plays Herbert West, the reanimator, he is absolutely amazing. Uh, he's so funny, so like you just take one look at the guy and you're like, ah, same with School of Acting as Jim Carrey, was it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jeffrey Coombs is pretty. Well, he's also been in um, what was a good one he was in, Would You Rather, which came out a few years ago. Oh yeah, I heard about that one. Um, yeah, he plays like the kind of nut job that's doing the Would You Rather and all mm. that. Uh, also stars Bruce Abbott and Barbara Crampton. Barbara Crampton mm. is like a screen queen from so many, so many things. I think she's mm. from Beyond as well. Another HP, uh, same director, mm. and um, David Gale as the, you know. The professor who walks around carrying his own head. Yeah, um, which is the bit I've just got past that at the moment, where the mm. other guy is just obviously walking into things, stumbling about, trying to pick his head up in a tray. Where yeah. For some reason, the guy decides to reanimate both parts of him, so rather than just being able to study the head, the body just gets up, just grabs him from behind, smashes his head off the desk, <laughs> and knocks him out, and I nearly drop a tray of burgers laughing. <laughs> um, but yeah. that cat, man, that cat, that flying clothesline out of nowhere. I went back and rewatched it, and you can practically hear the shrokens <laughs> knocking this guy out as he goes flying across the room. Watch it. Watch the whole movie just for the cat. It's in the first 20 minutes. It's absolutely fucking brilliant. Yeah, brilliant film. Uh, next in the random generator, Baba Hotep. I know you went back and watched this quite recently, but I, yes. haven't, I haven't seen it since it came out. I hadn't seen it since about 2006. Mm. Um, it actually came out in 2002. Shit, that old again. Yeah. 
So this, yeah, I'll let you talk more about it, but do you want to try and explain the plot to this one? Right, basically, <laughs> the plot... It, hang on. Never mind what the plot is, right? <laughs> this film had a budget of only half a million dollars, mm. which is fuck all, right. which is an insult. If, you were, if I was a studio executive in my big office with a fucking cigar going, hey, what have I got next? Mm. And some guy walks in to pitch me a movie and he just went, okay... Bruce Campbell plays Elvis Presley. Stop you right there. Here's a blank check. And just do whatever the fuck you want. I, just, I don't need to hear anything more. Just take my money. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Basically, Bruce Campbell is Elvis Presley. That's all you really need to know. You should already be going looking it up. You should be, yeah. Um, so, the sort of roundabout plot is, back in the 70s, Elvis Presley got tired of the fame and the fortune and decided to swap places with an Elvis impersonator. Because he falls off the stage and injures himself, doesn't he? And then decides that he's just not going to go back. Yeah, the, he, the, the impersonator is the one that died on the toilet. Right. And the real-life Elvis started working as an impersonator. And then he fell off of a stage, busted his hip, mm. and now he's in a retirement home, basically waiting to die. Mm-hmm. Um, Played by Bruce Campbell. You <laughs> can't re-emphasise that bit enough. <laughs> uh, he is then, um, and then a an Egyptian mummy slash zombie. Wait, shows wait, wait, wait! Up. You, you've missed out Aussie Davis. I'm getting Aussie Davis <laughs> um, to wreak havoc in a retirement home and start sucking the souls out of people's anuses for whatever reason. I, there's a reason I can't remember. There's a whole Japanese folklore thing that I learned from playing that Sekiro game where there's a creature in that that reaches up your ass and drags something out of it. Apparently in some Eastern traditions, your soul is kept up your ass, Like a man's G-spot. Um, yeah, I think that's what it actually is. Which is why, <laughs> why they say a good old shagging will tickle your soul. <laughs> Do they? No, they don't. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, uh, then, you know, it's up to Elvis Presley, played by Bruce Campbell, to take on this mummy, Bubba Hotep, and mm-hmm. he's obviously accompanied by John Kennedy, former president of the United States, who it turns out wasn't assassinated. Uh, he was kidnapped by the Secret Service mm-hmm. and died black. And then crippled and put in a wheelchair. And then crippled and put in a wheelchair and left in a retirement home. <laughs> so we now have Bruce Campbell as Elvis, who's alive, and Ozzie Davis, who's an African-American, playing the still-alive John F. Kennedy. In a wheelchair. Yes. And they are fighting an undead mummy pharaoh zombie thing that sucks souls out of asses. I mean, what more do you want? Take my money! <laughs> like, what more do you fucking want? <laughs> In, like, the opening monologue, <laughs> Elvis does... Uh, he's sort of talking about like his life and how shit it is, and he's, he keeps mentioning that he's got this growth on his pecker, and um, <laughs> then sort of he goes on this thing about like, oh, if I maybe I'll like jack off, and the whole thing will pop. Apparently, after reading the script, the only question Bruce Campbell had for the director was, "Are you going to show the penis?" Which they didn't. <laughs> uh, directed by Don Cos Don Coscarelli. Um, and Ella Joyce is in it as well, plays a nurse. But yes, nice. check it out. <laughs> yeah, I kind of it's recommend that. It's super low budget, but I think for a half a million, it looks. Not it looks bad. decent. Yeah. yeah, it looks decent. I, yeah, um, it was actually filmed in an abandoned veterans hospital, mm. which I don't think they did any 
set work on. They no, just I'm seeing some of the pictures it here as like, it was. It does look pretty crappy. So I've got the big walkout scene there with just Bruce Campbell just looking away, yeah. obviously. And like this, all the set design is not really particularly nice to look at. And I just, if this film had a bigger budget, or just what they could have done with this, mm. yeah. I mean, I'm looking at another quick picture of like the outline above a hotel here, and it literally looks like uh, the Crypt Keeper basically had a baby with the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, and mm. he's a cowboy as well. Of course. Yeah, I forgot to mention he's a cowboy. He's a mummy, pharaoh, cowboy, zombie thing. Anal soul sucking. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> stay away from the anus for the rest of the movie. No. Next. What have we got next? Shaun of the Dead. Yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, I could literally just talk for about three hours about this film, to be honest. What time have you got to go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ideally, about half past six ish, and try and get some food before the uh, mm. movie, because as always, it always seems to be I'm on my way to the cinema whenever we sit down to do one of these. So. I'm seeing Spider Man tonight. So. Which one? Uh, the newest one. The next, obviously, the new one. <laughs> Yeah, funny guy. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, oh, the Sam Raimi one is really good. I am actually a very big fan. I still think that the best Spider Man movie ever made was Spider Man 2 with Alfred Molina playing Dr. Octopus. Uh, I agree, yeah. Which has the most non evil dead moment in a. Sorry, most evil dead moment in a non evil dead film where the arms come up and start attacking all the surgeons. Mm. And it's just amazing. Yes. Um, also, I think a bit of a homage to Independence Day. Do you remember that scene? Yes, I do, yeah. Yes. There you go. There's your link. Back to the 4th of July. Yeah. yeah. Continuity is what we're all about here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Sean of the Dead. Sean of the Dead. 2004. I've literally just been messaged by um, my girlfriend, Abby, to tell me that the uh, 4K Ultra HD Cornetto trilogy will be released later this year. Oh. So that's going to cost me an arm and a leg. <laughs> Yes, the first of the Cornetto trilogy, mm. which consists of this, uh, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Didn't think much of The World's End. So it's about the last 20 minutes when we got all It does get really shit at the end. It's got some really, really cool choreography for the fight scenes in it. It's like mm. a non-martial arts, martial arts movie. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like some of the effects in it are really cool and clever, but yeah, I just didn't like what they did with it at the end. Mm. Yeah. A bit too serious. And so but Hot Fuzz is still really good. Hot Fuzz is great. This is the best. This is the best. This will actually stem from an episode of Spaced. Yes. Um, a, so, yeah, so this is um, written by Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright and directed by Edgar Wright. Guys who made Spaced. If you haven't seen Spaced, pause this. Go and watch <laughs> Go and all watch of Spaced all immediately. Of space. What is it? It's only like 12 episodes, is it? Uh, 14. For some reason, they had seven episodes per series. Because why not? Because why not? Yeah, yeah, Space is basically... this is Space was... Back when it was, before it was cool to be a nerd, mm. there was Spaced. Yeah. And there was Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright mm. doing this fucking brilliant sitcom, which just, if you love horror, sci-fi, mm. comic books. Just general geek culture. Yeah, like back basically. When, if you were always like that kid who was like hiding away in the gymnasium to read yeah. your comics sort of thing. Like. Yeah. You can just sit there and watch these episodes and be like, that's a reference to this, that's yeah. a reference to that, that's a reference to this. But if you watch the special edition DVDs with the commentary, they actually have a reference ometer that pops up at the bottom so every time they reference oh, something, really? they'll actually tell you what they are. And yeah. there's, I, I thought I got most of them, but there's so many you don't even... This is, yeah, they're, it's they're fucking... I love space. Um, but yeah, the episode you're talking about is... Third episode, season one. He's that's right at the very beginning. He's sat playing Resident Evil Two because he's been up all night playing it nonstop. On he met pills, a yeah. Of Scottish guys in the pub that gave him a lot of cheap speed, and he didn't want to yeah. turn them down because he thought they'd get offended and beaten to death with a pool cue. <laughs> that's it. And he uh, is 
basically shooting zombies in his own flat, but yeah. not really. He's just yeah. tripping balls. Yeah. Um, yeah, after Space Finish, because of all, you know, it's a British sitcom, so it only lasts 14 or 12 episodes, mm. like, say, The Office or 40 Towers. We don't intend to drag things out. No, except for, never mind, I'm not going to go into that. Brexit. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. Anyway. Yeah, back to Shaun of the Dead, please. Back to Shaun of the Dead. So once they finished that they then went on to make Shaun of the Dead 2004 uh, they actually put out an ad on a spaced fan website mm. for extras oh yeah I actually got told this I very nearly applied for it but I was a little too young at the time yes I remember hearing about it on the radio but I was also too young at the time um, but yeah Shaun of the Dead Simon Pegg stars again Nick Frost Mm-hmm. who's just the funny he's just got the funniest face yeah, yeah he, he wasn't an actor when they started doing <laughs> no he was a waiter wasn't he yeah, he's, he's just whole, a friend of Simon Pegg the whole Bruce Willis start to it like <clears> yeah. a sarcastic waiter and Simon Pegg was like can I get my mate in to give it a go and he just played this like over the top army cadet guy just to the max yeah. just absolutely nails it like. yeah so of course they kept him on the Shaun of the Dead mm. and he's made his time like a really really good career and you've got was it Lucy Davis from The Office uh, yes she's also in Sabrina the new yeah, Sabrina she she's Cause... aunt not Zelda the other one yeah cool uh, Kate Ashfield Dylan Moran from Black Books from Black Books again yeah. it's another good one if you yeah. haven't seen Black Books check that sitcom out and that's like the guys that did sort of like, you know, Father Ted Green Wing all the other yeah. and, him and Naira Park stuff like. that's it yeah because Naira Park obviously produced this and yeah. Space in all the subsequent um, films mm-hmm. and yeah then you've got like Rafe Spall you've got mm-hmm. Red On You he's that yeah. kid Peter Serafinowicz as yeah. Funky Pete yeah. have you seen that? I have seen that it's four in the funking morning sort your funking life out mate prink so yeah that's what we're on about is a scene I used to so on the DVD extras is Funky Pete and obviously no one really buys DVDs these days but you can find it on YouTube it's basically the entire uh, scene at the very beginning where Peter Serafinowicz comes down has a massive go says fuck a lot mm. and for whatever reason they overdubbed fuck with funk mm. for this <laughs> this whole fucking scene it was a piss and then put it, it down put it on the extra it. yeah the reason they did that was because the censors said they might have to reduce it so could they make it any more family friendly so they literally released that funk scene and gave it to the censors and went what about this and I'm like fine we'll just release your fucking <laughs> film because that's ridiculous your funkin' film yeah <laughs> bunch of pranks <laughs> Um, yeah, made for like four million bucks. Well, four million quid. Indeed, yes. Uh, took thirty million, pretty good. Yeah, and has gone on to become a huge cult classic. It's it's like it's such a good zombie film as well as being such a good comedy. Like, I honestly think this is not just like one of the best horror comedy films made. I think it's actually one of the best British films ever made. Yeah, no, totally. Ever. Like whenever the like, what's your favourite <clears throat> in the Cornetto trilogy? It's Shaun of the Dead for me. It's not even a question. Like, yeah. I love Hot Fuzz, like we said, I'm a bit iffy on World's End towards the end, but this one just knocked it out of the Naira Park. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Um, Yeah, basically, what is even the plot? Basically, imagine you wake up with a really bad hangover and it's a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. That's it. So where'd you go at the pub? Because we're British. Mm. Oh, it's the whole broke up with his girlfriend, so he's trying to win her back by proving he can be all manly. And he's by taking been, her to the pub in a zombie apocalypse. The, the pub that she has said multiple times she's fucking bored of going to. Yeah. 
Um, loads of like little cameos from people from other British comedies that like you've got um, Martin Freeman's in Martin it Martin Freeman shows Tams up and Greg's Tams and Greg's in it shows up yeah uh, what's his face Matt Lucas from Little Britain's in it very briefly yes um, yeah it's just like who's who of British comedy and just everyone in it is like, Bill Nye name. I forgot plays yeah, his dad Bill Nye or his ste- he's not my dad yeah. he's his stepdad do you know you're not touching that car <laughs> <laughs> pranged it but we were parked yeah. Yeah. and every other quotable line in the world yes yeah, it is very quotable mm. see certain sort of especially comedy films get remembered because they're so quotable and you yeah. can say it to your friends like this um, Anchorman's another good example yeah. like people just can quote that Spinal Tap yeah. if you're going further back like everyone knows Stonehenge this goes to 11 <laughs> yeah um, yeah stuff like that um, Romero's a big fan of it yeah well he actually put Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg into in... Land of the Dead yes They're both chained to the wall in the background at the um, cage scene and mm. that, right at the beginning this came out the same year as um, Dawn of the Dead what the Zack Snyder one yeah I, mean, I think I remember that. Yeah. I, was, I couldn't go get to see both of them at the cinema. And as we've spoken about before, I'm a big fan of Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Yes. Uh, good, film, good year for zombies, 2004. Mm. Also the year I left school. Inside. <laughs> Just saying. Um, yeah, very, yeah, very quotable. Mm. You got red on you. We're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah. Yeah. The list yeah. goes on. Is it top left? Player one has entered the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So nice. Player one has left the game. My favourite little bit in it before we move away from it is just when he does first wake up and he's repeating the walk that you saw him do the day before on the way to the shop. That one shot. It's yeah. all one shot, isn't it? It's all yeah. one shot. You've but got like the yeah. kid that was playing football, he's like takes a ball to the side of the head mm. and you've got like the zombie kid now obviously just kicked the football. It's when he walks him. into the shop yeah. and yeah. slips it's on the blood. blood without even looking down. <laughs> without even looking down, it's like whoops <laughs> and just he's still reading the can of coke. <laughs> which he read yesterday. He knows mm. what's in a can of diet coke for fact's sake. Mm. Like. even like when he opens the fridge glass and like you can see he's looking away as he reaches into the fridge. Yeah, and there's like a bloody we've all been there though I hate to admit if I'd been on a bender and I woke up and it was like the zombie apocalypse the next day I could go a couple of days without fucking knowing (laughs) I think I could probably go a day Mm. yeah I've had days where like you're so hungover you don't really go outside you might just play video games you don't really watch the news anything could be going on out there yeah yeah fuck it next next what we do in the shadows? Have you watched this yet? Not yet. No, I'm sorry. Bank. I went for reanimator shame. first. Shame. shame, shame. I am ashamed because now there's a TV series as well. Yeah, it's really good. Are you been catching up on that? I watched well? it all. Yeah, oh, it's only ten episodes. Okay, so far. from 2014. This is old Taika Waititi, isn't it? Taika Waititi, New Zealand's finest. He He's, is though. He's uh, good. I can't. I don't think I've seen anything of his I didn't like. From this, uh, the Shark vs. Eagle, mm. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok is still my favourite Marvel movie. And it is great. And I'm, I'm not even a big Marvel fan, but it's a great <laughs> film. Piss off, Goost. Um, <laughs> and that's him. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the subtle little jokes that are in there. Like, have you heard like the whole rock, paper, scissors joke from Ragnarok? I probably have. Like, I've only seen one. The whole thing. Korg tries to start a war, um, sort of a revolution. He doesn't get enough pamphlets printed. Korg's made a rock. Rock just got beaten by paper. Rock uh. steps on his mate with the scissor hands at the end. Rock beats scissors, and then there's something else with scissors beating paper later <laughs> on as well. Like, it's fucking genius, but 
So what we did in the shadows, 2014, uh, stars Jermaine Clement from uh, Flight of Concords. Concord, yeah. And uh, Men Taika, in Black 3. Yes, he's, yeah. Uh, he's Taika Waititi um, is in it. Johnny Bra. Where <laughs> mm, you know him from? He looks familiar. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, Marissa. Stu Rutherford. Um, there's, okay, there's a guy in this film called Stu Rutherford, and he plays a character called Stu. Mm. Stu Rutherford is not an actor. Right. He was brought onto the film to work on uh, technical aspects. He was sort of basically a, the, an IT nerd. Yeah. And they hired him to do that, and then they just put him in the film. <laughs> <laughs> he just stands around a lot of the time not knowing what the fuck... Because his character is the guy that stands around not knowing what the fuck to do. Mm. And so they just got a guy who's not an actor, he's an IT specialist, and just <laughs> put him on set. <laughs> um, who else is in uh, Jackie Van Beek is in this. Jackie Van Beek actually went on to direct a couple of episodes of the TV show of What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. Yes. Like this a bit like Sean this is like New Zealand's answer to Sean of the Dead mm. it's very quotable yeah. again like I've heard the line um, what is it like what is it with vampires drinking blood from virgins I mean, well I just like to think of a virgin you know drink my like meal a sandwich. Like sandwich yeah it just tastes better if nobody's fucked it yeah <laughs> and um, the most famous one is probably what are we we're werewolves not swearwolves <laughs> <laughs> which is I can't remember guy's name the ginger one from Jumanji and um Fight the Concords. He plays oh, the head yeah, well. You, you know who I mean. He's in the Yes Man as well. Yes, like Murray. That's it. Yeah, um, he's yeah. bloody brilliant. So basically, the, it's like it's a mockumentary. It's like Spinal Tap with vampires. Mm. So they go to this this film crew, follow these vampires around. Uh, I think it's Christchurch. Is it Wellington or Christ? I think it's Wellington, mm. New Zealand, and they are just like ridiculous human mm. well not humans the ridiculous characters <clears throat> which is kind of like like, like what Titi's kind of shtick is like mm. simple lovable you wouldn't want to be friends with them kind mm. of people but also hilarious yeah. you got in like Eagle versus Shark he's like these people are just dumb yeah but <laughs> We you got Jermaine Clements' character loses a fight to a guy in a wheelchair at the end of that yes. which is one of the fun I was going to kick your ass <laughs> Yeah, he's beating him with nunchucks and stuff. And the guy's <laughs> yeah. dragged him onto the floor. Like, yeah, it's like, stop <laughs> that. <laughs> can you move? Yeah. <laughs> Your legs, can you move me legs? Yeah, it's really good. It was, most of this was all ad-libbed. Mm. And I think it was something, uh, I've got it, 125 hours of footage. Jesus. They ad-libbed that much and they used to do whatever the fuck they want. And it took a year to edit down. I kind of want to see the rest of the footage when I find the rest. I think if I was editing it after like a month or two, I'd be like, I'll give up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, yeah, really enjoyable, really stupid, funny, great idea mm. as well. Obviously, the documentary film crew, funny, there are moments where they talk mm. to the cameraman as opposed to the camera when certain yeah. stuff's going on, which was quite funny. Uh, quite funny. Yeah, and then recently, which I've just watched recently, they've done a TV show of this. Mm. With uh, Matt Berry and oh, what is I didn't realize Matt Berry's in it. Matt yeah, Berry's I'm all it. over that then. And uh, Face Jacker, what is his name? Something Novak. Hi, uh. oh, yeah, Novak. I think. And the um, female vampire, which I have a huge crush on, and cannot remember her name. <laughs> uh, Natalia Dimitru. That's not Tilda Swinton. Then. She's in it. Yeah. Doug Jones is in it as well. Doug Jones, do you love me a bit of Doug Jones? <laughs> yeah. I suppose he could crawl out of Del Toro's pocket. Don't. Don't find it. Don't find it. Don't find it. 
Yeah, so what we do in the Shadows TV show, um, exactly the same premise as the film. It's a you know, camera, mockumentary camera crew, camera crew following three vampires around. This time it's set on, they live in Staten Island. Right. Which I think is a better setting. Mm. No offence, New Zealand. <laughs> they, because they hop over to like Manhattan. Right. And it's obviously... That. There's more going on. Yeah, there's more going on, well. and yeah, yeah. Again, really good characters, really funny, and of course Matt Berry. Yeah. And yeah, just what is that guy? Is it Kyle, the guy who face jacker? What is his name? It's something Novak. But obviously, face jacker, phone jacker, <clears throat> and of course four lines. Oh. Cave and Novak. That's it. There is a great. It it kind of it really. Uh, I don't want to say rips off. It wears its influences on its sleeve very much. Mm. And um, it, it constantly nods to other vampire films. Okay. So there's a point where um, the... Uh, do you remember an interview of vampire where they're putting the well yeah, in the yeah. sun? So they kind of recreate that. And also Natalia, the female vampire, does that disappearing her eyes and then turns into a pile of rats. Okay. Like in Coppola's Dracula. Yeah. And then they have this great scene, I think it's episode well, six, I'm going to say. Right. Would have the Vampire Council. And it has cameos from people that have played vampires in previous vampire okay, films. Okay, that's so really cool. Tilda Swinton is the <coughs> vampire, ahead of the council. Yeah. Uh, Paul Rubens mm. is there. Danny Trejo nice. is there. As are the three original cast members from the film, What We Do in the Shadows. Excellent. Wesley Snipes is there via Skype. <laughs> and of course, there's the lagging. <laughs> yeah. And they make, re- old, um, Evan Rachel Wood is there. Mm. And they make reference to, um, where's Rob? Oh, Rob's not here. He wanted to put it behind him. <laughs> of course, Robert Pattinson from Twilight. Yeah. And like, well, what about Brad and Tom? They weren't interested. <laughs> Not to interview the vampire. <laughs> really, That's yeah, awesome. really well done. Really, really enjoyed it. Really can't wait for the next, you know, the second series, which hopefully will happen. We're going to have to wait like two or three years for. I'm going to need to get on that in the meantime. Hey, with two or three years, I might have actually seen it by then. So. Mm-hmm. I would say like, I, I think I might, I do love the film, but I think I might enjoy the TV show more. I suppose there's more of it to enjoy, I guess. Yeah, and I just... I Yeah, I like the characters a bit more. Mm. Um, not that, yeah, I say the film's great, but I think I just prefer the TV show. Maybe it's because I've just seen it more recently. It's mm. all fresher in my head. Yeah. Um, but also, you don't need to have watched the film to get the TV show. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely funny... Very funny, and um, yeah, also doesn't like shy away from like blood and stuff like that. Good, yeah, be like good. There's one thing we haven't really mentioned with a lot of these films is that they do the horror aspect pretty well, so they are funny. Like there are yeah, like going back to like Shaun of the Dead, they have that um, the what we call the that that scene that's sort of taken from Dawn. That you know, basically, there's always one guy in a zombie film that's ripped apart by zombies, uh, which is. Dylan Moran in this yeah spoilers is Dylan Moran being ripped apart Uh, yeah and we mentioned like Sliver is just disgusting to look at yeah Yeah, what we do in the shadows there's it's not so much in the TV show there's quite a bit of there's more violence in the film there is violence but it's more just like blood Mm. it's a brilliant bit in the film where there's a guy who's been um, turned to a vampire recently Mm. And he doesn't realise that they can't eat human food. Right. And he eats chips. 
and just vomits blood for fucking ever <laughs> and it's gross and the bit afterwards we're interviewing him like can't believe it can't eat my favourite food chips <laughs> <laughs> chips <laughs> right next Right, what have we got next? We're going way back to 1974 with... Fright Night. No. Damn. Young Frankenstein. Ah, yeah, the other one you told me to watch that I haven't got around to. You never seen it? Never seen it. Never seen it? Never seen it. Oh, man. For some reason, um, we never seem to watch Mel Brooks films in my house growing up. Um, like, I didn't see anything like... Um, <coughs> Peace juice. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Mum, very he- fair head, very blue eyes. Um, but yeah, didn't get to see anything like Spaceballs, um, History of the World Part Two, um, Blazing Saddles, any of that. I don't know if it's just because my mum wasn't into Mel Brooks's humour or what, but it just I didn't see a single Mel Brooks film until I was like 20. I can remember my mum telling me and making me watch Young Frankenstein as a kid. She's like, well, you should watch this. This is hilarious. I understand you a lot better as a person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Young Frankenstein from 1974. Uh, written by Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder, mm-hmm. stars Gene Wilder. Who else is in this? Madeline Kahn, Morty Feldman, he's one with the eyes. Yeah. Uh, Peter Boyle as the monster. Peter Boyle is probably best known by our generation as the dad from Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay. Yeah. And um, Gene Hackman. Yeah. Gene Hackman plays the blind man in it. And it's kind of a cameo. No, I'll say it's. Cameo is what? How long would you say is a cameo? A minute on screen at most, oh, if that, yeah. under a minute. He's in it for a good five minute segment. Okay. Uh, oh, he's a taxi driver as well, Mr. Peter Boyle. Yeah. Ah. And Red Heat. Um, but yeah, this, you know, it's, it's a horror comedy, but it is, it is a love letter to those old 30s. Like the Peter Cushing... Um, Sort of. No, the third, like you think about like Bella Lugosi oh, okay. and like Bella. James Wilde doing Frankenstein, um, and sort of the Wolfman, which is a bit forties, but yeah, and it even starts with those old films back in the thirties. Seem to start with the entire credits you'd get at the end, but at the beginning, yeah, yeah, like the, the beginning credits were for fucking ages, mm. and um, yeah, the music and the scenery is like it's not just a bunch of funny jokes. Like mm. they really did put effort into making it look. The way it looks, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's it's a classic, really. Mm. So it's gone down in history. It's got a pr- I don't know what the sort of rating of it on IMDb is, but I imagine quite high. Um, it also inspired "Walk This Way" by Aerosmith. Right, so do you not know that? <laughs> I did not know that. Ah, there's a joke towards the beginning of the film where Igor says, "Walk this way," and he like hobbles down the stairs oh, it's that and then he passes right. the cane to Gene Wilder who then hobbles the same way down the <laughs> stairs which means like walk this way <laughs> there was there were scenes added to this because after like the initial sort of shoot had finished everyone had so much fun making the film that they didn't really want to go home mm. so they wrote extra scenes to carry on working on it amazing yeah they Generally, like, a good time filming it, but there was one massive fight between Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder. Right. This is sort of pre-production phase, because they wrote it together. Mm. Don't know what it was about. Um, Gene Wilder did say before he came on, I'll only do this if you're not going to be in it, to Mel Brooks. Right. Like, no cameo, you're not in it. I don't know why. (laughs) He's always one of the best parts about his own films, to be honest. Um, Yeah. Well, this is considered, like, one of Mel Brooks' best. Mm. But for whatever reason, they had this 
big argument and I mean when I say big argument they were shouting and screaming and Mel Brooks basically trashed Gene Wilder's apartment and stormed out Jesus and then I think like a half an hour later he mm. phones up Gene Wilder and he says something along the lines of I don't know who that crazy man was in your apartment but you shouldn't let strangers into your house which apparently was his way of saying I'm sorry <laughs> But I said, they had one massive fight and yeah. then the rest of it was like a really positive, good, fun time filming this. Mm. Um, and this, you know, Mel Brooks is sort of the, like this is kind of like the original parodies, basically. Mm. Have you seen like Naked Gun? Yeah, yeah. There's that joke, nice beaver! Yeah, hands him a beaver. Yeah, and they, this is, you know, there's a joke in this where it's like, wow, what great knockers as they're banging on the door. Mm. He's also lifting a woman out of the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> But I can't really mention this without mentioning Dracula Dead and Loving It. That's fair. That is a good one. That also Mel Brooks. Mm. So basically, what he did with Young, uh, Young Frankenstein, he did with Dracula mm. in 1995. There's a lot of riffs on the Francis Ford Coppola version on it. Oh yeah, it's... Uh, Plot-wise, i say it's closer to like the sort of um, 1930s version yeah. of Dracula. But style and image-wise, it's more of a parody of Francis Ford Coppola's. Mm. So it's Leslie Nielsen as Dracula. And of course, in Coppola's Dracula, he's got that stupid hair thing in the beginning. Yeah, the massive bit. beehive wig. Yeah, and in this, he's again got the same hair. And remember, there's a bit where uh, Leslie Nielsen goes to a ball. Mm. He's like, may I take your cape? He's like, no, but you might take my hat. And mm. removes the wig thing and yeah. hands it to him. <laughs> um, I think... I actually prefer Dracula Dead and Loving It. What's a young Frankenstein? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, most people disagree. It's... I mean, if you're going from, like, a snooty, highbrow film critic point of view, mm. Young Frankenstein is the better film. Right. But Dracula Dead and Loving It is just the stupider, sillier mm. film. And it's, yeah, very enjoyable. We've got... Um, Leslie Nielsen, Peter McNichol. Peter McNichol as Renfield, yeah. and he's hilarious he's in it. Brilliant in that. Uh, Mel Brooks as Van Helsing. Yep. And a bunch of other people. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't really know. I do. I think the funniest thing I've ever heard a Van Helsing character say was actually in Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. It's like on those talking about Lucy after she's died in that, and it's just Anthony Hopkins there. Just like, have you performed the autopsy yet? I like, what do you want to assume? I'm performing autopsies? Oh no, not exactly. I just want to chop her head off and take out her heart. And that fucking yeah, why not? floored me the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes out of nowhere in that movie. But yes, mm. love it. Anything with Leslie Nielsen, though. Yeah. Have you ever seen Wrongly Accused? I think so. It's parody of the Fugitive. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was one I just caught sort of like in passing and wasn't actually watching it properly, which is a shame because you need to watch everything that Leslie Nielsen does properly, except for maybe Forbidden Planet. I've never seen it. No, I have seen it when I was a kid on really TV. super old 50s yeah. sci-fi lost. That's when he was still like a serious thespian. Yeah, he <laughs> still had colour in his hair. Like. <laughs> uh, next. Yeah. Uh, carrying on with parodies. Maybe this is in some sort of order. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly written down. Scary movie. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like definitely more comedy than horror. Yeah, definitely. Um, from the year 2000. Wow. That's going back, so... Yeah. I mean, this film was, like, perfectly timed, I mm. think, when this came out. <coughs> Slasher films had just had, like, a resurgence, and yeah. horror had as well. Frank's, like, uh, <coughs> Wes Craven's Scream, yeah. which was, like, 96. 
and then like you had the Blair Witch Project and cinema generally was just doing like new exciting things, you know, the Matrix and mm. all this. And the way on Burroughs looked, this went, let's take the piss out of all of it. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. In really good form. Yeah, and this, the, the first two especially, they did a really, really good job on those. Mm. I think they're funny as hell. Yeah, so it's a really well-timed um, time for a parody and sort of a new, I guess you'd call it parody franchise after like, obviously, Mel Brooks who mm. slowed down. He was like 94 now. Because, mm. I mean, did David Zucker have anything to do with these ones? I don't know. Who's David Zucker? Zucker David Zucker directed... Um, he did uh, the Naked Gun movies. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah. they did the Naked oh. Gun as well. Yeah, they'd all finished up at the same sort of... Well, a few years earlier as well, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Just totally takes a piss out on screen. It's a big one, makes fun of. Mm. Um, the Matrix. Yeah, I forgot about that, but yeah. Yes, uh, Blair Witch Project. Yeah, I remember that one. Yes. Got the whole um, constant snot pouring out of the nose. It. Yes, it's just constant. <laughs> just got waterfall out of the face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's, yeah, and this film was huge. I remember this came mm. out. It was a massive film. Yeah. And then um, Scary Movie 2, which is the worst film with the best joke in it. And mm. I'm talking about... Oh, the... Use my strong hand. Take my strong hand, child. Yeah. Like... I mean, if it wasn't for that, a film would be fucking terrible. I think there's one really? other bit I like, and that's when they're taking the piss out of Poltergeist. You've got the clown under the bed trying to rape Marlon Wayans, and then he decides that he's quite up for it, and then... And ends up banging the clown. And yeah, he's, the clown's <laughs> trying to escape. You see this massive cock just fly out, wrap itself around the clown's neck, and drag it back under again. He's <laughs> like, uh, what? And uh, yeah, they end up smoking Damon Wayans as well. <laughs> but everyone knows like what you mean when you say, strong hand. Yeah, they literally do. Everyone, re- everyone remembers. It's like do you remember that Jaffa cake advert? Mm. Full moon, half moon. Yeah. Total eclipse. Everyone remembers that. It's like everyone remembers the fucking small hand guy. Oh, I forgot Shannon Elizabeth and those were in it. Yeah. So yeah, she was still hot off of um, Nadia in American Pie. So like, right, what a skimpy outfit can we get her to wear this time? <laughs> yeah, basically. Well played. Well played. Uh, and the second one had Mr. Uh, oh, the second one I've got actually the the opening scene is really funny. It's a parody of the Matrix. Uh, not the Matrix, the like Exorcist, The Exorcist. Yeah. <clears throat> James Woods plays the priest. Yeah. And he comes into the room and he sees the head spinning around. He just goes, "Fuck this!" And he tries yeah. to run away. Fuck! <laughs> 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 I found that so funny. Um, like, you know, your mother's in here. Would you like to speak to her? Mother, get out of that bed. And uh, I, forgot, uh, I forgot Tim Curry in the second one. And David Cross. Oh. David Cross is funny and everything. Yeah, David Cross is just awesome. Yeah. And then they went and made... Oh, uh, Chris Elliott, by the way, is the handsome. The... Mm. Was he in something about Mary? Yeah, he's in. The, he's the guy with the postules on his face. That's that. it, yeah, yeah, the obsessed always, best friend. Yeah. I always get confused with um, the guy from Home Alone. I get confused with the guy from, uh, the guy who plays Buster in Arrested Development. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, one and two, scary movie, definitely worth checking out, and then they made a, oh God, how many are there? I think there's, there's at least four that I know of. I think there's five in total. Okay, the last one, I think four's the one with Charlie Sheen in it. Just Charlie Sheening his way through life. Have I seen that? was the one that like takes. I don't they take the piss out of signs. signs yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, yeah. One and two, watch the one, bother with the others. Nah, I'll agree with that. I think I've seen three and I've seen five. Right. I think. But, meh. Yeah. Next. Ooh. Fright Night. Was this the original Fright Night? Well, 
Oh, ain't talking about both. Chris Sarandon, Roddy McDowell. Uh, not Chris Sarandon. Roddy McDowell's in it. Original Friday Night, Chris Sarandon. I'm looking it up now. I swear <laughs> he's in it because he's the he's Humperdinck in The Princess Bride. Yes, yeah, so you're right. Sorry. Yeah, one point for me. <laughs> Still need to watch what they do in the shadow. It was going to lose one point for me. Yes. Um, yeah, Friday Night. Uh, kind of. I really like Friday Night. I love the original. I haven't seen the Colin Farrell, Anton Yeltsin remake. I like the remake. I've heard it's really, really good. You've got David Tennant in that being mental. Yeah, like, he's like the uh, Roddy McDowell character. But I think he's supposed to be a magician. Mm, something. I know he's got like, the real flamboyant goth look. Mm. Like, yeah, why have I not watched that? It looked hilarious. Yeah, it is good. Mm. And uh, Tony Collette is the mum. Noise. Noise. Um... Yeah, the first Friday Night came out in, uh, where are we going back to? 85. Yeah. Uh, directed by Tom Holland. Not, not that, that Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. <laughs> and written by Tom Holland. Still not that Tom Holland. Still not that Tom Holland. Um, yeah, it's just a good kind of, that time in like a, well, not over here, but like in America when you had like those cheesy like um, ghouls hosting, mm. ma- like Elvira, like yeah. hosting these movie marathons. And um, you've got, Roddy McDowell playing Peter Vincent mm-hmm. who was like a, a former actor and that's kind of what he's doing but he's also yeah. broke and he gets fired and then a vampire moves in next door to this kid mm. I was going to say with this movie have you seen the movie The Burbs? or with Tom Hanks? Yeah. Mm, don't think so no. I know of it but I don't think like, I've seen it this comes across to me as a real cross <clears throat> between like The Burbs and Rear Window where like because um, they know there's something going on next door are they vampires are they not and obviously they're a bit more full on with it yeah they fucking are <laughs> in this one but yeah, it's definitely got like sort of a rear window. I would actually say I do like this film, but I wouldn't say it's that funny. Um, it's been, it's more like of a tongue-in-cheek one. It's like yeah. when you watch American Werewolf in London. Like you don't yeah. laugh your ass off all the way through it, but you're definitely sniggering a little bit. And like there's a couple of over-the-top deaths that mm. shouldn't make you laugh, but will. Also, um, Friday Night has my favorite ever movie poster art mm. artwork. Oh, the one with the house with the fangs behind. Yeah, that one. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually don't know who did that, but I would, I'd love that like frame somewhere. Oh, is that one for the first one? That's one of the first one. Yeah. That face actually gets used in the second one, Fright Night Two. Is it above like a skyscraper or something like that? No, it's um, one of them. I think it's the evil like head vampire in the second movie. When her face changes into full on vampire mode, she actually looks exactly like that. Ah. So I don't know if that was a deliberate thing or what, but ah. Fright Night Two. Mm. Right. Friday Night 2 has one of my favourite bits of movie trivia in it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Have you heard of the Menendez brothers? No, I don't believe so. Right. Lyle and Eric Menendez. Right. In uh, oh, when was it? August 20th, 1989, they killed their parents. Right. Yes. Good start. Good start. Yeah, so their father was Jose Menendez. Mm who was the chairman of Live Entertainment, basically a CEO of a yeah. distributor. Now, this is in the evening on the 20th. They, they murdered their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, they got away with it for like a good two or three years, I think, right. before basically being found out. It turned out they, were, they claimed they were abused as children. That's why they did it. Some say they just did it for money. Mm-hmm. It was a huge thing in America. It was parodied in The Cable Guy, Oh, ben still is on yeah, in the background. Playing yeah. the twins, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but before this murder took place, Jose Menendez had lunch with Tommy Lee Wallace and Roddy McDowell. Tommy Lee Wallace directed Fright Night mm-hmm. 2. So that afternoon he has lunch with those two and then in the evening he is murdered. 
Mm. Now, according to a lot of sources, <laughs> the lunch was an unpleasant experience and mm. they basically argued and it was very bitter and not very nice. Right. He goes home, he's murdered. The next morning, Roddy McDowell, once the news starts circling around Hollywood that they've been killed, mm. phones up Tommy Lee Wallace mm. and just says to him, well, I didn't do it, did you? <laughs> Excellent. Um, <laughs> oh, Hollywood. Oh, Don't we get that? Well, Roddy McDowell always seems so like charismatic and like bubbly and over the top. And you meet his daughter, Andy McDowell, and she's just like. Uh, is that his daughter? I didn't know that. Yes, that's his daughter. No, oh, obviously the same name. No, I didn't know it was his daughter. Gosh, she's boring. That's what I mean. I guess it skips a generation. <laughs> is it in? Is it? Is she in four weddings and a funeral? Yes. Is it, it's raining. I didn't realise. Mm. Shut up. Next. Return of Living Dead, 1985 again. Mm, good year for comedy horrors. Yeah. What were the other ones? Uh, Reanimator and Fright Night. Yeah. Yeah, both kind of, yeah, both, all three, 1985. So this was written and directed by our boy, Dan O'Bannon, of course, the guy behind Alien. Woo! Uh, and the story uh, is produced by Russell Strainer. Mm. Russell Strainer is uh, the brother from Night of the Living Dead. Okay. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Oh, right. Which he also produced back in, like, what, 68? Uh, yeah, I think so. And this was kind of more what he wanted to do. Mm. So he, I mean, like, there's no stuff, there's no shame in Night Living Dead, but it just wasn't quite how what he mm. thought. So he teamed up with O'Bannon, and they made this insane punk rock mm. zombie film. With it's just a fucking mental this film. It's another one I haven't seen. So oh my god! To. If you like Reanimator, you're gonna love this. Well, yeah, I did say this was next on my list of things to watch. Unfortunately, I've been a little busy the last few days. Mm. Yeah, the lady's not been too well, so I've been um, ignoring her and playing PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically a zombie punk. It's over the top. It's got a great soundtrack. There's a band called Forty Five Grave, like a horror punk band. They wrote a song for it. Yes. And um, yeah, check their stuff out. Yeah, it's. This, the, what is the plot? Basically, this guy gets a job in, I think it's a mortician. It's a medical supply warehouse. That's it, a medical supply warehouse. They, there's this drum, mm. this barrel in the basement with this body in it, which mm. was left there by the military, things. Accidentally open it up. Psh, oh no, we're infected. Yeah. And they turn to zombies. Woo. And all the dead come to life. Yay. But also, there's a bunch of punks doing drugs and getting naked in a graveyard at Why the same time. Why have I time. seen this again? Yeah. And then, of course, zombies. So it's, you know, 80s punks mm. versus zombies. Sick. Yeah, why haven't you seen this? I don't know. <laughs> I feel bad. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. Can't think of it because I other than that. It's just really good. Well, where does it stand on the whole kind of, like, horror comedy from? Is it more comedy than it is horror or...? Um, I'd say it's more horror. Um, the comedy elements kind of come from like the ridiculousness of it. Okay. A bit like Reanimator. Also, like Evil Dead Two, like. Yeah. So there aren't exactly like, like jokes in it. Yeah. Like there are in Shaun of the Dead. Mm. But it's just yeah, over the top, ridiculous. Hilarious. Yeah. Because it's fun. And it's just yeah, it's it's probably one of my favorite films of the eighties. Mm. Just the madness of it yeah and these say 
the kind of cheesiness, uh, even the effects, the, mm. the, the tar man, as he's called, the guy that comes out the drum. Yeah. He looks incredible. He's quite iconic now. Like he's on T-shirts and everything. You see that and you know what it is. Yeah, brilliant. Love it. No, I think it's nice. one of the few films O'Bannon directed. Well, he only directed three films. Okay, then. What else is that? The Resurrected was the last film he directed in 91. Right. Um, haven't seen it. Apparently it's a horror film. <laughs> well, there we go. There we go, yeah. Dan O'Bannon, he passed away in 2009, anyway. Well, he won't get another crack, then. <laughs> Next. Idle Hands. Hey! From 1999. Now, this film I do know quite well, and not just because it has a very young, attractive Jessica Alba in it. <laughs> yeah, so this is like that scene from Evil Dead 2 where Bruce Campbell's hand gets bitten. Yeah, exactly. I've actually written down expanding on Evil Dead 2. It's literally just a whole movie of that scene, but yeah. it's somehow really funny. Um, <clears throat> you got Devin Sawyer's in it playing the main guy. Um, he went on to be in. Uh, this was after. I think this was after Final Destination. Oh, was it? I think it's after the first. One. I don't know. I'd have to check. I can tell you it was. Oh, he was in the faculty. No, he wasn't in the faculty. No, no. stupid tit. <clears throat> um, no, it was just before. Just before. It was just before. Two thousand was um, Final Destination. Okay, okay, man. He grew up funky looking, didn't he? And everyone's favourite small ginger person, Seth Green. Green. Who yeah. still looks like... A 12-year-old. Yeah. He yeah. still looks like it's the year 2000. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this guy, he's just hilarious in this, man. Um, yeah. Uh, who else is in this? Eldon mm. Henson and, of course, Jessica Alba. Yeah, oh, Vivica, not a fox. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've probably got a bit of a mill thing going on there. <laughs> um, yeah, like Eldon Henson, I mentioned him, like when he was watched the Netflix Daredevil show, he's... Um, oh, that's where I recognise him from. And he's in uh, The Butterfly Effect as well. I haven't seen it. That's the Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, just don't bother. <laughs> um, it's, just, it's not a particularly good film. It's, I don't think it's as bad as people say, but it's like Requiem for a Dream, man. It's just fucking miserable. Never um, seen Requiem for a Dream. Don't. That's Aronofsky, right? Yeah, yeah. See, I... Wait, which one's Aronofsky? Aronofsky's a Requiem for a Dream, uh, Black Swan, Mother. See, I prefer Aronofsky to the other one. The one that did... Who did There Will Be Blood? Um, Master. I'm not sure, but I just didn't... What feels to me at all, that film. Bastard name. Uh, well, of course, the, the big cameo you get in this that everyone always forgets is the entire band, The Offspring, are in it. They are doing a cover of... Beheaded. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought it was something else. They do I Want to Be Sedated as well. That's it, I Want to Be Sedated, yeah. They cover that, because the, um, the, se- uh, the single for, um, what was it, I thought it was, uh, blah, blah, blah. Why Don't You Get a Job? And they actually had both of the B-sides on one of the versions of that ah. you could get were both of the songs from this movie. Um, Why Don't You Get a Job is a direct rip-off of Obli Dee, Obli Dye by the Beatles. Oh, wow. Yes. The, um, like the, what do you call it? The, not the, the riff the, the melody, melody. Yeah. that's the one Paul Thomas Anderson is the pretentious piece of shit director I was thinking of oh okay I did There'll Be Blood anyway <laughs> no, no real opinions on him um, <clears throat> yeah this is this is like again like such a great fun silly movie there's a fantastic bit where um, like the hand gets bored whenever he's not doing anything so he, he starts just, knitting doesn't he? Starts, he starts knitting to try and um, sort of like yeah, keep the hand busy and then like a couple of cops bust in on him and then he ends up murdering them with a taser and knitting needles um, he actually like his film starts off he's already been killing people in his sleep and he doesn't even know so the hand is literally dragging him around and making him do stuff without his knowledge he accidentally kills his two best mates who are played by yeah, Seth Green and Elvin Hansen and they decide that because they're massive stoners that the great white light of the beyond 
is uh, too far away, so they can't be fucking bothered <laughs> to walk to it. Um, I saw this film for the first time last week. Yeah. And I didn't hate it, mm. but I just sat there knowing, like, if I'd actually watched this in 99, yeah. or within a few years, over a few mates, I would have loved this film. Yeah. It's and not I would have watched it over and over again. It's exactly what I did. Yeah, so. but I didn't. I knew about it. I knew this film existed from when it came out, but for whatever reason, I just didn't watch it until last week. Mm. Now I'm in my 30s, I'm like, there's... Bloody kids. Yeah, these stubborn fucking teenagers. <laughs> it was all right. Um, oh, it's got, some, it's got some nice little lines in it again. Though. Oh, it's Mighty Joe Bond. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, one of those things like, I mean, if I watched American Pie now, which I've seen like a million times, mm. I'd be like, eh. Yeah, it's now just full of dickheads I would kick out of the pub that I work in. So <laughs> yeah. It's against why I can't watch skins. You're making my life harder. Yes, please to do a stop now of the breathing that you're doing. Go away. But I still, like, I, I saw Idle Hands about four or five years ago. I actually, I, I think I, I put a thing on Instagram, on show's Instagram, mm-hmm. just saying, like, what's your favourite horror, uh, horror comedies? Mm-hmm. And this one, Idle <coughs> Hands, was the most, like, most people answered of this. Right. This is the most popular answer, mm. was Idle Hands. And I was like, they're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's got, I wouldn't really say it's got much horror in it. There's a couple of good gore moments. Yeah, some good kills. Dexter Holland getting scalped after the, the hand Ah, yes, that is, yeah, the yeah. The, the hand finds one of those electric pencil sharpeners when it's been cut off. Mm. And so it's like jabbing its fingers like into this pencil to like sharpen itself down to claws. Um... Yeah, you've got that one. You've got, um, what's it? I love it when oh, the guy we were just saying, I can't remember his name again already, Elton Henson's like running away from Devon's soil when he's got the circular saw blade. He's like, I don't want to hurt you. He's like, then don't. And then, of course, he throws it up the stairs after him. You get a lovely decapitation scene. And yeah, you've also got Jessica Alba playing a naughty, I'm a, I'm a naughty girl underneath the niceness, honest. And then it's all a bit weird and sexually confusing. You look like you're looking for something. So. I've lost a bit of paper. <laughs> I literally just had it right here. I was writing on the fucking thing. You were. You haven't put it down on the floor. Oh, not that a lot. I just threw away a bit. Bugger! Please hold while we sort out our te- <laughs> technical <laughs> music on hold because I can't remember how the rest of that goes I'll see my face I'd really rather not that was never part of the agreement <laughs> alright we're doing this acapella <laughs> I don't know if you've seen you do anything with it I don't know how you've lost that I do this all the time I literally have stuff in my hand and then it just vanishes like a pen like a pen <laughs> anyway that's it for the ones I've written down <laughs> no it's just uh, some others that Oh, we're just going to mention seamless. You're just making the editing harder for yourself. Yeah, I really am. <laughs> so that's it for the... How many films is that? I don't even know. I'm not even sure, man. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Do you know what? I've thrown everything away. We've so. about ten, but at least two of them. Well, more than ten, less than twenty. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We've stuck to that, at least. Uh, just some other ones to just mention. Dead Snow. Dead Snow, I absolutely Is, that, is love. it Swedish or Norwegian? Uh, I think it's Swedish. Yes, Nazis in yeah, snow. In snow, yeah. yeah. Um, and features loads of Evil Dead 2 references. Um, 
I think like, the funniest bit in that is when they're trying to make their first Molotov cocktail and throw it at the zombies coming in through the window, miss, and just hit the wall of the wood cabin they're in <laughs> and uh, set themselves ablaze. Uh, Dead Snow 2 is actually even funnier. I don't think I've seen it. It's fucking ridiculous. It does a lot of the whole um, Idle Hands, Evil Dead 2, The Arm is Evil kind of comedy, but it does right. it very differently, really well. They only do it about two or three times in the whole film, so it doesn't go too overboard with something you've seen before, but like, they just... Some of the fight scenes in it ends up with him finding his girlfriend from the first movie zombified and banging her in the back of a car, and it's cool. Yeah, it's uh, wrong, but it's they do the whole Titanic hand against the glass thing. Of course, it's just two rotted hands just coming down <laughs> the car. It's, it's fucking wrong, man. Uh, grabbers, grabbers. I've seen grabbers. That was a great one. That's uh, that's the one in Ireland, right? Yeah, it's Richard Coyle. Um, he was in like Coupling and Prince of Persia and a whole ah, bunch right. of other stuff like. I can't even remember at the moment. Um, and that, that's, yeah, they find these little like aliens that latch onto your face and kind of drain the life out of you, but they can't do it if, you don't, if you're too dehydrating or you have done enough water in you. So the whole island just gets absolutely bollocks. The whole Ireland. The whole Ireland, <laughs> yeah. They, they ask, it's a scene, they're trying to figure out like, how drunk do we need to get? And then there's like this one of the female cops has never had a drink before in her life and they just look at some old dude at the end of the bar who's like, the, the 90-year-old basically made out of empty whiskey bottles. <laughs> like, yeah, we need to get her that drunk. And they're just like, ah. And it cuts to her, like, next shot. She's absolutely fucking bollocks. <laughs> and all she's had is half a pint of Guinness and a shot of whiskey. Um, but, yeah, some really good funny bits in that. Um, it's got a nice big Lovecraftian-style monster at the end of it. So, That's obviously, cool. I'm happy. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. American Werewolf in London. Yeah, which you did mention briefly earlier on. Um, yes. I've only seen John this Landers. one once. Um, it's still obviously got that amazing transformation scene in it. Yeah, which still looks amazing today. Yeah, yeah that one, and funnily enough, the one from Teen Wolf that was done by the same guys. Oh, really? Yeah, I think yeah. so, if I'm remembering that right. I want to say that was Stan Winston. Cause oh. I, know, I know if just every time I hear special effects, I just say Stan Winston. So. Stan Winston! Well, I mean, he was pretty good. Was it Stan Winston? Let's find out. Again, I think it's one of the films that leans more towards horror than... Comedy, yeah. Comedy, yeah. And as yet again, um, Stan Winston had nothing to do with that film. Excellent. Cool. <clears throat> I'll get it one day. Well, I'm just going to keep saying Stan Winston until one day he did the fucking film we're talking about. <laughs> uh, Eight-Legged Freaks. Eight-Legged Freaks. Oh, yeah, I know, really, you said you went back to try and re-watch this one and we're just like, eh. I mean, I don't dislike it, but I tried to re-watch it like, last week, a couple of weeks ago, and I was mm. like, there's just something else I could be watching rather than mm. this. There's something better out there than yeah. this film. Well, that came and out there is the... many, many things better than this <laughs> film. Um, well, that came out the same summer in the cinema as um, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Is that 2002? Yeah, I believe so, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, like the, the, the way they sold the movie was if you only see one irradiated spider movie this <laughs> summer, then um, you, you're selling yourself. It does sure. have the great line, like, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. It was a spider, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, yeah. kind of, the kind of cool sequence on the dirt bikes at the beginning but then considering that character that was doing that cool scene where he, like, he does like the Superman kick to kick away the spider yeah. but like two minutes before that he'd been tasered in the balls and pissed himself so you're like well how cool are you now <laughs> you sort of attempted rapist you yeah the effects of it haven't aged well but it was always it, you know it's a, it, a B movie mm. it was marked as a B movie we know it is, yeah. and yeah, it's got David Arquette in it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, mm. I mean, yeah, it's not shit, but I just wasn't in the mood for it. I 
Yeah. yeah, I remember having an actual couple of quite creepy moments or creepy visuals in it. But that's oh yeah, definitely because I'm yeah I'm scared of spiders. Like I'm scared of spiders. Yeah, I, um, nothing needs that many legs like millipedes. <laughs> spiders are just alien. Mm. They look and the, not just the way they look, the way they move mm. is totally alien. They are not of this fucking planet. You, anything that can move that many legs that quickly and that kind of synchronicity and yeah, move and themselves the that quickly eyes and that and size. Like, and the fuck do you need eight eyes for? I don't know. I'm just getting creeped out thinking about them. <laughs> it's like the predator. It's just like, okay, I want to do eye, you know, infrared. I'll use this eye. I want to do ultraviolet. I'll use this eye. I want to scare the shit out of someone. I'm going to jump on his face and use all eight of them as I stare him down. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Obviously, when I lived in Australia, there was a huntsman in my room. What? Why did you stay in that room? Well, I killed it because you don't put them in a glass and throw them out the window. You fucking kill them. <laughs> and, uh, but it took me like, hours. Yeah, I bet. To get out the nerve. I mean, huntsmen aren't dangerous, mm. but they are one of the scariest and fastest moving motherfuckers with eight yeah. legs. Um, it was directly so my bed was in the corner of the room and it was directly in the ceiling in the corner oh. above where my head was no. and I was sat there on my laptop watching something in bed like no lights on mm. so it's just the glow of the laptop put the laptop down on bed I'm going for a pee and as I'm getting to the door it's like you know when you just have like a sense of presence yeah it's like huh and I just turn around and above where I've been sat in the glow of this laptop is this big eight-legged fucker going, hello, mate. Yeah. If you ever want to see something, I might even send a link for you to put the description, um, so bad to this afterwards. If you want to see the funniest description of being afraid of spiders ever, it was done by Phil Jupiter on a stand-up called Quadrophobia. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. I think I've seen that. It's the it's just half an hour of this huge bloke talking about how terrified he is of Yeah, spiders. I think that rings a bell. Is that from, like... Early two thousands. Might even be like late nineties. Yeah, that, like, I think I have seen that. Real early, like Buzzcocks days, like. Yeah. But it's hysterical. I, go, I watch it at least a couple of times a year, and still every time, it's so true. It will make you shit yourself <laughs> laughing. Like. Um. So yeah. Ellen was eight legged freaks. <laughs> they are freaks. <clears throat> Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is amazing. It is amazing. I've got nothing bad to say about that film other than give me another five hours of it. Like That <laughs> film could have been as long as they'd wanted it to be and I would have just been totally stuck in that world. Like, yeah, it's like first Tim Burton's first dive into like his weird goth yeah. world. Uh, I think, what was it? Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure was his first? This is like a second film. Yeah, Pee Wee's Big Adventure was his first like full-on movie. But yeah, full feature thing, other than the shorts he did, like uh, Vincent and uh, Frank and Weenie. Yeah. Which are both really good. Actually, the film, the full-length film, Frank and Weenie, mm. is really good. If you buy the special edition Blu-ray of Nightmare uh, Before Christmas, you actually get Vincent and Frank and Weenie. Yes, you do, yes. Extra, I had that. how I saw them. Yeah. And first, yeah, Vincent's actually narrated by Vincent Price. Yes, well. and Daniel Stern stars as the dad in Frank and Weenie, who's mm. the guy are you getting confused that he, he was in Home Alone, Alone. Yeah. yes full circle full circle <laughs> yeah, you all reach around it's coming back <laughs> um, yeah 88 just before uh, Batman mm. of course Michael Keaton who was this is what I mean you're a little bit older than me but yeah. for me Michael Keaton was he was Batman yeah that's a great bit but the controversy in like 89 when he was cast as Batman was because he was a comedic actor yeah which I never was 
around to witness, like, you know, when Beetlejuice... I mean, the same year I was born. Mm. Um, yeah, he was a comedy actor. Yeah, I mean, if you remember, he did movies like Multiplicity and stuff yeah. like Clone Us Up Again with Angie McBland. <laughs> um, not Blandy McDowell, I'll call it. <laughs> Blandy McDool. Yeah, Blandy um, McNair. But then was this one he does called The Dream Team where he's like a bunch of guys who's mm. all... He, it's a bit like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and he's the guy, he's mainly... He's nuts, but he's mainly just got anger issues. Right. And they all, like, a lot of the inmates get taken out on... Um, or inpatients, I suppose you should call them, not inmates. <laughs> uh, they're of their own volition and for the good of um, sedation. But yeah, they all go up to like a trip to a baseball game and it all just goes fucking nuts and mental. And so it's like that scene from One Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest and go on the bus. On the, on the, on the boat. On the boat, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, very, but it's that, but it's stretched out as a whole thing. Right. But um, yes, I... Yeah, he's mental in Beetlejuice. Oh, he's fucking nuts. <laughs> like, he's like a super dark version of the mask. Mm. Like... He's more like the mask as it was in the comics. Yeah. Than what the Jim Carrey yeah, version. The comics and the mask are fucking twisted. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Also great. And yeah, it is funny. Yeah, Beetlejuice is dead. Like, you, but that one's... Like, I love it. It's got that off-ball comedy where like... Or off-kilt comedy where... It's almost shit you shouldn't be laughing at. The funniest thing I find in Beetlejuice is the parents. The arty, mm. kind of yuppie parents. It's Jeffrey Jones and... Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was good. I think the bit that got me right at the beginning and like the thrillers, like it was one of, that was the film that made me realise I laugh at weird things. And it's just when um, they almost crash their car at the beginning and it's hanging off the side of the bridge and the dog is just stood on the yeah. other end of the bit of wood and then like a don't move. No, 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 no. And because the dog moves, they go under and they're back at their house like just still dripping wet. Um, and obviously you get the famous waiting room see a meme from that with Michael Keaton with the tiny head at the end. Oh yeah, and of course all the, yeah, Effect use of the dead mm. bodies. The guy that's like a splatter yeah, with like a tire through him, him, and he's swinging around. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the famous one, the the girl who's in two halves. Yes, yeah, one. Yeah, so his, her legs are next to Michael Keaton, and the torso is the other side. Yeah, he touches the leg on one side, and you slap from the other. <laughs> yeah. And finally, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, way new one. There is a new one coming out. A new one coming out. Mm, I think it's going to be next year. And Paul Rudd has just joined ah, yes. the cast. Paul Rudd has, yes. But yeah, this is Saturday Night Live meets horror or paranormal. Yeah. Um, oh, there's definitely a couple of scary bits in Ghostbusters from. Oh, the librarian. Time. Yeah, right at the beginning. Yeah. First bit with the first time you see Sigourney Weaver get sucked into that fridge, man. That was fucking freaky. For oh, me. he's all. Um, yeah, this all comes from Dan Aykroyd's. Obviously, he is a huge paranormal guy. UFOs, ghosts, it's all real. Is that fucking dog still barking? So, Ghostbusters was 84. Mm. Right. The second one, yeah. When I was a kid and I saw that, the, the painting <coughs> actually really creeped me out. Yeah, I can totally see it. He's terrifying. Like Vigo, the Carpathian. Yeah, just. Just to look on his face, like, mm. I think it was the first shot you see where it's um, Janosch again, Peter McNichol. Yeah. Back from uh, well, before he did Dracula Dead and Loving It and all that Ali McBeal stuff. <laughs> um, it's just, his family too, as well. Oh, yeah, of course. It's a camp. He's a camp guy, isn't it? Yeah. It's got um, oh, Mercedes McNabb in it from Angel when she's about eight years old and refusing to drown as well. But 
Um, but yeah, so there's a scene with him in it where he's talking about the painting and you can just see almost like it's a shot down past the painting and ever so slight diagonal as Peter McNichols like gesturing towards it over his shoulder and you can yeah. just see Vigo's face just pops out ever so slight and actually turns and looks uh, at him. There's a good one in the second one, um, just a shot of Peter McNichols coming down the corridor and all you can really see is his silhouette and his mm. eyes glowing as he's coming down the corridor. Like, mm. Oh. Yeah, there's that bit in the bit where he does the baby snatch where he's dressed as the nanny flying through the sky oh, and yeah. reaches in through the window and grabs a little Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, some I'd say both of those films really fucking scary moments mm. and but predominantly probably known more as comedies. Yeah. Yeah. Again it, it the first one especially is quotable as fuck. Yeah. The, I love the first one I was like, I think the end of the world will come on February fourteenth, two thousand twenty. It's like Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Bummer. Mm. <laughs> the woman who says that also played uh, Nancy in Sid and Nancy. No, okay. Can't remember her name off the top of my head. But, I, yeah. I, always, I, always, I do love little Venkman's little dry one-liners and that though. It's like, well, we should probably split up. But yeah, great idea. We can cause more damage that way. Yeah, mm. it's true. This man has no dick. Yeah. I was getting <laughs> to that one. Damn it, you took it from me. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that guy is mm. the reporter from Die Hard. Yes, he is. William yeah. Matheson. That's the guy. I've literally got him on my screen at the moment. Well, that's everything I've written down. So that is every single horror comedy film ever. That's it. Yeah, we've covered every single one, which is yes. why this show took so long to record. Yes. Yeah, the silences in between are actually just us talking about the others in static, talking about a thousand films at once. <laughs> Don't bother looking any others up for telling yeah. us about more. No, there are, though. I don't know. If anyone's got any good ones that they want us to talk about or want to know what we think of them, yeah, it's like, message us, do something. So yes, nice. we're on Instagram. We are. It's just the horror tab. It's easy to find. It's very easy to find. It's a reason I kind of went with this title. I was like, that's just simple and easy and everyone can spell it. Do you want to tell people what you were going to call it before? Uh, what was it? The Horror Fap. The Horror Fap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times. Well, yes. My mother might be listening, so... <laughs> when I scream about you, I touch myself. Oh. <laughs> I guess that's it. Next. Zombie strippers. <laughs> I'm just going to throw out a random comedy there. Oh, not the... Oh, I thought you were going to say... No, what's that horrible Matthew Corden thing? James Corden. Oh, what the... Lesbian vampire killers. Oh, I don't mind that. I just hate James Corden. Well, that's never going to help. He's in yeah. it a lot. He's a fucking arsehole. Well, Knew Ed went to school with him. I did not know that. Yeah, apparently he was a fucking prick. Well, I mean, Ed's hardly one to judge. Ah... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next time, we'll be talking about, I believe, zombies. Yeah, we all zombie next time, aren't we? I forgot to mention, when we said, uh, when I said Chalford, Pennsylvania, I should have said Pennsylvania. You should have. Bugger. But you didn't. I could edit that back in. No, I won't. Yeah, That's too much effort. Fuck that. Uh, zombies is the next one, which we will oh, fucking know. It's the 4th of July. We'll try and get it up to you within the next week or something. Well, this would probably get into two, but, you know. It's like I said, we've got other things. If we've got lives, people, give us a fucking break. Yeah, speaking of things I'm doing with my life, um, I'm carrying on with my Resident Evil 7 live stream on YouTube at the moment, if you want to see me dump my pants over that. Yeah, so I was actually, whilst I was waiting for you to come round, I was watching you. Oh, really? And I was really tempted to start sending you abusive messages. Do it. Yeah. On YouTube. <laughs> yeah. But I thought, like, it'll probably just come up with my name and face on this uh, on YouTube. Yeah, if, 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 <laughs> whatever your YouTube name is, it'll come yeah, up Yeah, I think it's that, just so. my name. <laughs> like, uh, 
Yeah. Mm. Maybe I'll find another oh, one. But to be fair, I think, I think I spent the first 20 minutes of this one trying to remember where the fuck I was because I, play, I haven't played that game in like three and a half weeks because I'm only playing it on live stream. Right. And then when I finally sort of get to the next sort of progress moment, there's a great bit where I turn around and to say I nearly actually shatter lung would be a bit of an understatement. <laughs> this guy just grabs me from out of nowhere. And I'm like... <laughs> um, yeah, it's good fun. You find yes. that, it's that Spidey129 on YouTube. That's it. Mm. And yes, I'll say we're on Instagram, the horror tap. We have an email. It's just horror tap at gmail.com. The horror tap at gmail.com. That's it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Simple, good. easy. No one's really want us apart from YouTube. So. I'm, I'm going to start mailing us. <laughs> Give you something to read. Yeah, but yeah, I don't actually check it that much. So Instagram's probably the best way to get hold of us. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I guess that's it. Thanks. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.